Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Monday, October the 11th. Our reading this morning comes to us, and it's a short reading. It comes by the way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 14, verses 12 through 14. Luke 14, 12 through 14. And just a brief little background of Luke. Remember that the Gospel of St. Luke is the Gospel of those who are basically the outcast, those who are rejected by all the religious folk, those who are looked down upon by the Roman occupiers of Jerusalem, and certainly by the Pharisees, Sadducees, and uh, all of those who consider themselves to be close to God and basically morally and spiritually superior to others. Jesus represents in the Gospel of St. Luke the compassion of God, the mercy of God. Beautiful chapter 15 in St. Luke's Gospel is the Gospel of the Lost, the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the prodigal son. <clears throat> because Luke wants to highlight that this is why Jesus came. He is the divine physician who comes for the sick, not the well. He is the one who leaves the 99 and goes in search of the one, the lost. In other words, he presents Jesus as the one who comes through the mercy, the goodness, and the forgiveness of God and represents in many ways the Messiah, the Savior. And he comes to save those who are in need of salvation, which is really all of us. And in many ways, it is those who are self-righteous, not righteous in the eyes of God, but righteous in their own estimation, in their own evaluation. And uh, there's a saying among lawyers that if a lawyer defends himself, he has a fool for a client. And so the one who believes themselves to be self-righteous, uh, they are really delusional because none of us is really righteous in ourself before Almighty God. And so that's what Jesus represents. And you also may remember that a couple of times during this past uh, month or so, we've talked about the idea of invitation, of being invited. And once again, the setting for this particular brief little passage is that uh, Jesus has been invited to dinner by the chief of the Pharisees. Now that itself may strike some people as strange because Jesus uh, has his run-ins, to put it politely, with the Pharisees. And this is the head Pharisee. Uh, and um, Jesus goes to a dinner that uh, the Pharisees invited 
this Pharisee invited him to come to. We don't know his name, but he's the chief of the Pharisees. And when Jesus arrives, he looks around, and he says to the Pharisee, whenever you give a lunch or dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or relatives or wealthy neighbors. Well, why not? Well, Jesus says they might invite you in return and repay you. In other words, one hand washing the other, or in this case, one mouth feeding another mouth. He says, no, when you have a reception, some kind of activity at your home, invite, now, this is the part that kind of gets us scratching our head and looking to the sky, invite beggars and cripples, the lame and the blind, in other words, all of those who would probably n never be invited. And, well, why, why does Jesus say this? And he says, you should be pleased that they cannot repay you. Uh, that is, they might invite you to their big dinner. Well, of course, they don't have one. Probably never will have one. So they can't repay you for you will be repaid in the resurrection of the just. But for Luke, Luke presents this story because Jesus is really speaking on a deeper level, isn't he? He's speaking to each of us in a way. Every time you and I, we attend and celebrate and offer the holy sacrifice of the Mass, the Lord's Supper, the dinner hosted by Jesus Christ. We are invited. And each of us, at some level, we are the beggar and the cripple, the lame and the blind. We are the ones who can never repay Almighty God for the gift of his beloved Son and our Savior to be invited to the Eucharist, to share in that Eucharistic meal where Jesus is not only the host, he's also the one who serves his very self in his Holy Gospel and in his very body and blood, the food of eternal life. That's the food, no matter how many Michelin stars that particular restaurant may have. It can never compare to the meal that Jesus sets before us. Each and every time we come into the church, and we are invited, we are invited by Almighty God to receive the Holy Word of God and the very body and blood, the food of eternal life. We ourselves are the beggars and the cripple.
the lame and the blind. And God knows that we cannot repay him. We are not wealthy in terms of God, and we are made friends and brothers and sisters and relatives of God by Jesus Christ. And so Jesus is saying to us, using this particular episode, he's saying to us, recognize yourselves. Recognize yourselves as these beggars and cripples and lame and blind. And yes, you Pharisee, chief of the Pharisees, you who consider yourself spiritually and morally superior and closer to God than all of these others who lack so little in earthly terms, that in many ways we are the ones who fill up the pews, who hear the word of God, who stand in the communion lines. We are the ones who come as we are. We come as we are with our poverty, with our lameness, our cripple, our poor spirits, so that God can fill us up and we cannot repay it. But you know, we don't have to because the bill has already been paid with the surcharge, the tip, and everything else that goes with it. It's been paid by Christ on the cross. And so it's a sober reminder for us that we come to Almighty God not because of our merit, not because of our virtue, our holiness, our goodness, because in the presence of God, it's nothing. We come in our poverty and in our need. And that's the sign of God's great mercy and love for us. Not because of our strength, but because of our weakness. Not because of our goodness, but because we have fallen short of the glory of God. And who needs that more than each and every one of us? And who needs it more in this particular instance? Because the setting is with the chief of the Pharisees. The Pharisee is himself lame and crippled. He is the one who is blind He's the one who is deaf. He's all of those things. And the sadness is he probably doesn't recognize it. And that's what Jesus is saying. It's very important to recognize our own need. And in our own need, God fills us up more than any earthly thing or all earthly things combined, could ever. And God does that because of God's unbounded, merciful love for each and every one of us. And God invites us each and every day to turn to him 
of the Lord will fill our need beyond anything we can ever repay and beyond anything we may ever hope for because that's who God is. Merciful, enduring, inviting love for each and every one of us. God bless you this day.